Oh. Yes! I thought I lost it, but it was it was these dang headphones. Those guys need to upgrade their uh, equipment here. If we're going to be using this studio space, the guys over at Crypts of the Corn need to update, update their... their uh... Don't do that to me. Don't do that to old Wilbur. Don't change my voice. I, my voice needs to be heard loud and clear. They need to update their equipment. Which, speaking of everyone, welcome back to the DW Conspiracy Shack. We are your hosts, Daniel and Wilbur, and welcome back to a magnificent episode that will surely blow your mind and change everything the way you think of reality, or you view reality. That's what I meant to say. The way you view reality. What's the topic today, Daniel? The legends of the Grand Canyon Egyptian artifacts. Egyptian artifacts in the Grand Canyon. Now, there's some stuff about this that's kind of nuts, but I'm sure we're really going to get into it, but... Oh, I just have the title. What are the Egyptians doing in the Grand Canyon? This is uh, all about you. What What are they? Huh? What, Don't what you know I, the story? Yeah, the, yeah. a guy was uh, kayaking down uh, the old uh, Colorado River. In what year? Uh, in 1930, nope. 50, nope. 40, nope. 12? No. Closer? Closer than anything you've said. Am I in the right uh, at least decade? Not yet. Oh, seven. Very close. What year? Nine. 1909. That was my next guess, dang it. Ah, oh, man. But, yeah, he was kayaking down the river. Supposedly, as he's making his way down, he sees this little cave opening, and so he pulls over to the side, you know, makes himself a little peanut butter sandwich. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm going to go in this cave, and he goes in there. And lo and behold, he finds a treasure trove of Egyptian artifacts with hieroglyphics, hieroglyphs all over it, all over them. And like, wasn't there like an eight foot statue, like gold statue or something in there? Don't look at me. Why don't you have it in the notes in front of you? I uh, maybe. I mean, I'm just all this is right off the dome. I mean, is that the story we're going with? I don't know. You tell me. You got the story. In March and April of 1909, the Phoenix Gazette published two stories over the discovery of the giant underground cathedral hidden in the caves of the Grand Canyon. The first article in March only mentions the explorer G.E. Kirk or Kirk Kincaid? 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 I think it's Kincaid. It's G.E. Kincaid? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was him. And the ex- explorations down the Colorado River. Okay. The paper also notes that he made some interesting archaeological discoveries, but no details were listed. The second story reports a more in-depth on Kincaid's trip down the Colorado River. I can only say it as Kincaid now. Kincaid. Kincaid. Okay. Kincaid. Uh, where he discovered ancient hidden city in hand-carved, not natural, caves. Hmm. The Southwest is home to many... Plo- uh, I can never say this tribe, right? Uh, Pueblo. Pu- Pueblo? Pueblo. Yeah. Pueblo tribes. Pueblo. The ruins in their cities. Have you ever seen some of the, the Pueblo cities? Yeah, they're, they're awesome. My thoughts. I think he may have discovered something, but I do think it was Pueblo. Pueblo. Because okay. I don't think people understand how amazing some of their structures were out west. Pretty awesome. Like some of the almost skyscrapers carved into the side of mountains. Yeah, but however, what if they just attributed those to the Pueblo and maybe it was already there? Now before, you're being racist. Before the Pueblo were there. 
so the city, the anyways, they found a bunch of ruins and cities belonging to many different tribes of these Pueblo people. But Kincaid described the city as having its origin origins is either Oriental or Egyptian. Wait, you can't. Hey. That's his words. Oh, okay. You know what my favorite type of ramen was? Hmm. I don't know if it's still around. The Oriental. Is that actually the flavor? Yeah, it's the blue package. No, now it's soy. What? Yes, we have. We just bought some. They changed it. Yes. Probably because you can't say the word Oriental anymore. Which I don't understand why. What's the? I don't. I I don't understand. I don't get it. I didn't know that was a bad word. I don't understand the the, the negativity behind that word. But the hand-carved tunnels in caves in the city was to contain dozens of mummies, a shrine with a figure sitting cross-legged holding a lotus flower or a lily in each hand, mm-hmm. hieroglyphic writings, war weapons, copper instruments. And sharpened edges as hard as steel. Kink Aid estimated that 50,000 people once lived there in these tunnels and caves. The article goes on to say that the Smithsonian was involved in the study and investigation of the site. Now, did you make that up? Or are you serious? No, I, I, I don't know why every time I mention it, you think I made it up. Because it's such a... Com- Have you ever listened to um, Crypts of the Corn, um, their podcast? No. You never? Uh, no. Well, they go into a lot of stuff and... It seems a lot of things seem to disappear when it enters the hands of the Smithsonian Institute. Smithsonian's a good institute. Yeah, so, for the for evil. These were the only two stories ever published on the subject, and most of your inquiries led to a dead end. Hmm. The burden question is, is the story just a hoax? Perhaps an April Fool's Day joke. Uh, uh, we know for certain that John Wesley Powell, the first explorer of the Grand Canyon, noted numerous caves in the Grand Canyon went his own way down the river. He and his men most certainly discovered remnants of previous civilizations, including a well-worn path, ruins, hieroglyphics, and some pottery fragments. In the years since Powell has discovered the Grand Canyon, there has been uh, been the site of exquisite study. Over 400 Native American sites have been found within the Grand Canyon National Park, dating as far back as 12,000 years ago. Oh. It's possible that Kincaid um, almost simply just mistaken one of these ruins and it identified them as Egyptian. However, though, one must wonder about the mummies and the Asian influence that Kincaid mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in a newspaper, so the Sonian shows no records of such an expedition. Of course they don't. Now, to this, they have said they haven't done things before and then got caught that yes. they were there. Mm-hmm. Like in modern times. Right. So Very they, modern times. Nor have they particularly any digs of the underground city in the Grand Canyon. As Smithsonian has sent explorations to exp- or explore expeditions to explore the Native American ruins to the southwest in the Grand Canyon, it seems unlikely the institution devoted its learning and understanding history would hide such a find. Hmm. Why would they do such a thing? There's, uh-huh. there's no guys. There's no uh, reason or to even think or believe that the Smithsonian, the good whole fashion, um. You know, kind-hearted, good, moral-standing Smithsonian's to uh, run and appointed by the you know some of the finest normal citizens you'd find in the United States would never uh, mislead you or be anything negative or deceiving for any reason whatsoever. Guys, it's just not not even a, not even a possibility. So, if Middle Eastern or Asian cultures did make its way all the way to North America around four thousand or so years ago, it would certainly turn history. Upside down. Which uh, is the point 
of why they hide everything. It is also interesting that so many features in the park bear Egyptian names. This is true. The Tower of Set, the Tower of Ra, the Horus Temple, the Osiris Temple, and the Isis Temple, as well as the place uh, or the places in Haunted Canyon with names like uh, Chelops Pyramid. Chops. Chops is how you say or, that? Chops or Cheops. I've heard it both ways. The Budan Kalsalt, the Budan Temple, Muan Temple, and the, Shur- the Sheev's Temple. Okay. The Sheev's? I, um, Shiva, Shiva, Shiva. There you go. See, now that's more, uh, that's more Hindu, um, in origin, which yeah, the last one, bu- there's two Buddhas. Wait, let me see those last ones again. Cause I feel like now that M A N U Manu Manu. Okay. Two Buddhas, two Buddhas. And then the Shiva. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Yes. Okay. The only one I wasn't sure was Shiva. Yeah. Shiva, the goddess of, uh, or God, sorry. Of, in fact, the area where the hidden city was supposedly located it's actually off limits to the public and is on government land. Oh, weird. Wonder why. Kincaid had to say, or here's what Kincaid had to say about the location. Some 42 miles up the river from the El Travos Crystal Canyon, I saw on the east wall stains in the sedimentary formation about 2,000 feet from the riverbed. There was no trails of this, uh, at this point, but I finally reached it with great difficulty about the shelf. Which had been from, which was hidden from view from the river, because you can go down this area, you can't get out because mm-hmm. you'll die. Mm, okay. I don't know how he did it. He's an explorer. Yeah, M- but yeah, men so were built different back then. It was hid from view from the river, and so was the mouth of the cave. According to the Hopi Indian legends, their ancestors once lived underground in the Grand Canyon mm-hmm. until the people of one heart and the people of two hearts began to fight. The chief of the one heart people cast a tree to grow and pierce the roof of the cavern. The one-hearted people sent a message to the temple of the sun asking for their blessing of peace, goodwill, and rain. But the messenger never returned. The legend says that the messenger will return one day and the Hopi ancestral lands and dwellings will return to them. Mm, okay. The Hopi have some cool legends. They do, absolutely. Yes, agreed. Is there any connection between the Asian or Egyptian in North America? If so, has it been covered up the truth? Perhaps a hidden city of Native American site was really discovered and is being protected for the Native peoples. Hence the reason there's no additional articles published. Yeah, because that's ever happened. Right, exactly, yeah. This was bef- <laughs> yeah, this was after the tra- Trail of Tears, but before the reformatory schools. Gosh, it's so awful. So yes, that's right in the middle. Let's protect one Native American city. Oh my gosh. We have a horrible history of people in power here. Yeah. I so guess that's, that's throughout history in general. That's just history. Once you get power. Yeah, it's bad. You and typically. Um What do you think? So there's two things I think that could or three. I know that whole article took five minutes. Yeah, I know, but there's a lot to dig up, a lot to uncover, a lot to speculate, and a lot to discuss. Um there's, I think in my head, there's three options possible. Maybe you'll have more, but one is it's all a hoax, it's all a lie, and the Smithsonian's correct, and none of it's ever happened. I, I mean, what do you think? Like, that's one. That's okay. just one option. Okay. So I got to okay. put that out there because it is an option. Two is it could have been an old civilization um, that, uh, if it had like these artifacts, an old civilization living there, it could have been traded material. And maybe these are the only last like prized possessions that maybe past explorers had found exploring that cave system. And they brought it and accumulated it in this one area, um, which 
harkens back to uh, there being a ancient worldwide civilization across the globe that was traveling to the Americas, traveling from Egypt to Asian, you know, to Asian, uh, you, you know, lands and cultures and Indian cultures and spreading it and collecting it and trading, moving things. Or that culture was just so widespread that they were here, that, that they were the ones living here too as well. Um, I think it could be any, could be any of those or just some like, you know, like, super famous ancient thief that was like going in these temples around the world stealing all the stuff and then and this was his hideout and this was his hideout this was where he kept all the loot and found someone finally found it after hundreds thousands who knows years you didn't even ask me an important question well, uh, you're yeah. letting me down an important question eh uh what would that be why or who named all that stuff oh oh yeah i know that is odd right i don't know and also another thing in addition to that um the uh i was gonna answer but okay well before you before you do the uh the colorado river there's this one area where in the in the grand canyon where it circles around kind of and it looks exactly like um a uh lingam and a yoni which do you know what those are no so in hindu culture or, you know, the lingams are the little, uh, uh, I don't even describe it. I want to say like a little statue almost, but the little rounded, like cylinder looking things. And then they sit on top of the yoni, which is like a square thing. And it usually has like a, almost like a spout looking thing on the end. So it's like a big, just a cylinder looking with a rounded top straight down. And they usually they pour, you see them nowadays, they're pouring things over top of it, you know, and they're, they're like putting like flowers or stuff around it and stuff. You would know what I'm. T- Let me show you a picture, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But however, in the Grand Canyon, it looks like the way the river flows around one. Maybe the river naturally carved it, or it was already there existing, and the river like kind of broke it down a little bit. Looks like a giant version of this this uh, lingam and yoni. A giant. Let me show you what a lingam is, because then you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, here we go, lingam. Um, there's like a lingam and a yoni. You know, you've seen those, right? Like that. There's a famous, the famous one of Shiva that okay. looks very phallic. And that was supposedly the spaceship. He landed, this legend is the spaceship that Shiva came, flew in on in this temple. Um, that I cannot remember the name of the temple because it's an, an Indian name. And those are very long and hard to pronounce. But you know, I'm talking about these right here. Sure. Yes, you've seen this? Sure. It looks like a giant version, like the river's flowing around it in the Grand Canyon. There's a bunch of bows in the grand canyon river yes but there's one giant one that specifically looks like that you know what i mean okay. it's shaped very similar to that okay 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 go on many of the canyon's landmarks were named by geologist clarence dutton who published one of the earliest and best detailed geologic studies of the canyon in 1882 Keep mind that date Dutton believed the canyon was such an important and impressive feature on the planet that the names of these features should reflect the world's cultures, so he chose many of the names from mythology and legends from around the world. Other example, the clan, and we already mentioned, but there's Wotan's throne, which is one we didn't mention. Oh, that's like Norse, right? Yeah, and there's also Jupiter's temple, Solomon's temple. Wow. The Tower of Ra, which I think I mentioned. Egyptian, yeah. So there's uh, Solomon, the Bible. Yep. 
uh, which also is in Jewish faith and stuff like that. In most is, of the Middle Eastern faiths. Is that Sumerian as well or no? Uh, maybe. I, okay. uh, I know Jupiter, which is... The te- is that Greek or Roman? I know the Temple of Jupiter is in Lebanon, uh, and that is an amazing structure. Like, uh, only God knows how that was built at this point. Insane and gigantic. So there is more than Egyptian. Yes. There. Okay. Uh, there's even some Japanese and other small European cultures wow. have stuff named in there. Oh, yeah. The old Capapons out by... Uh, the old Capapons. <laughs> uh, the Hindui Temple. Okay. <laughs> it's right on the dot. Is uh is from Japanese. Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't know what it Hindu. is. Okay, it's not Hindu. And then uh, there's some smaller. There's even some smaller European, like uh, almost Druid stuff named after in there. Keep in mind, it's 1882. Before 1909 was our explorer. Mm-hmm. So how did nobody think to ask? I to me, it's just weird. There's all these. There's obviously much more than Egyptian and Asian. You know, all over the world, a lot of European ones are named in there also. And mm-hmm. so, well, I to me that makes the. I don't know whether it makes me more believe it or less believe it that it's real. Hmm. That is it because this is a fun story somebody wrote because a guy had named so much of the stuff after Egyptian stuff. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, there's, you know, there's a Hopewell or is it not Hopewell? It's What's the other? What's the culture? Hopi. Hopi. Hopi's over here. Yeah. This side of Mississippi. Yeah. Hope there's Hopi Indian structures in there. And there's everything's named after Egyptian. This would be a really fun article to write. Mm-hmm. Or is it because is this a cover up, part of the cover up where they said Dutton had named it? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hmm. Uh, two very good questions. I don't know. I see it makes me believe yeah. it or not believe it. So here's a thought. Maybe, uh, you know, they always, the way to hide stuff too is in plain sight. So this, all of this can just be used to muddy the waters and cause confusion. And, uh, you know, just, just so like for us right now, trying to, to explore it and flush it, flush it out. This is, could be just a perfect example of, Muddy in the waters, making it confusing, so you just don't know heads or tails. And then there's truth hidden right in front of you, but you it can't make heads or tails of it. So it could be just be an example of that as well. So what have you come across this in your research? Um, you talk about this all the time, or used to? Oh uh, yeah, I, I used to bring it up quite quite often, you know. And uh, I don't know. I do. Part of me believes that it's real that this stuff was discovered because there's some things that are weird. You know, the area now being under. Government can, you know, it's government land now. Now you can, and it's, you're not now, allowed I to go there. I do know a little bit of that. Too. Yeah. Uh, and it's because there's tons of protected species mm-hmm. in the Colorado River. Yeah. And the Colorado River was decimated in the middle of the 1800s, moving on mm. uh, from mining and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Everything from gold panning to ores and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that area is kind of like the last little pristine bit. Yeah. Like the Colorado River toad almost went extinct, and then it almost went extinct again because of drugs. Drugs? Yeah, it's the toad you lick, and you get absolutely high. How did that make a river extinct? No, the Colorado River toad. Oh, I didn't hear the toad part at the end there. 
Okay, well, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. I was gonna people say, started harvesting them. Yeah. Colorado River toads, don't lick them. No, I mean, don't want to. They're lick really those. bad for you too. They will get you. They will get you really high. Yeah, like see stuff like peyote high. Ooh. But it also the reason you're seeing stuff is because you're having brain death occur. Right. Yeah. So those things kind of go hand in hand, don't they? Mm-hmm. Um. But I, you know, part of me just most of, I I say part of me just wants to believe this. Now I'm sure there's some truth to it and some falsities in there as well. Like it's all a mixed bag of whatnot. But the Grand Canyon's a sacred area, and it's very old. And, you know, it could be an ancient city. Because how many uh, underground cities have we discovered in modern times? Still discovering to this day. Um, and people, and, you don't realize how big the Grand Canyon actually is. Gosh, it's so big. I mean, it's like the whole it's, the it's, whole bottom of a state almost. It's so big. It's so big. And, you know, if... The, uh, there's underground cities like the one in the most famous one probably now is Derinkuyu in Turkey, and they said that one it's so big you can look that one up like in the maps they mapped out the inside of it and I think there's still a lot more that's unexplored, and that could have housed like I forget how many hundred or tens of thousands of people could have lived in these caves, and Derinkuyu had its own like natural gas supply in there. It had its own like vent ventilation system for fresh air. It had its own water source. It had areas for marketplaces. It had area for cattle and things and livestock and things like that. Um, all underground in these intricately carved, almost like um, you ever seen and uh, where people take like molten aluminum in the port down ant hills and mm-hmm. then they'll dig it up and how elaborate and they have their own little chambers and it's very similar to that um, where everything's just. Obviously thought out and carved out with oh, with purpose. You can hike to the temple of Shiva. Huh? You can hike to the temple of Shiva. Oh, that's kind of neat. I mean, there's just so many landmarks there and stuff too that I uh, see. I wonder. Oh, see that? Go back if you go back to the temple of Shiva. The Hindu amphitheater. We're looking at that. We're over looking at the map thing overhead. I mean, yeah, these are some unique. Uh, I wonder why they named them the certain names though that's also odd i mean if you want to believe that first guy that actually mapped it yeah if he was a theologian or something you know said religion also like in school i mean i wonder why he chose that rock formation i I wonder oh that's pretty uh, rough that's a big riff hole here looking in the the river there what right where tuna creek comes in tuna creek tuna oh there's tuna in there no why they name it that don't know Hmm, interesting you can tuna fish but you can't tuna creek um that was stupid. That's why I didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like again, I don't know where I stand on this. And at the end of the day, I want to believe that these caves are real. I I believe you know I'm. Ugh. I think it's I think it's fake and real. Right, it's a mixed bag. I don't think it was. I don't think it was Egyptian or Middle Eastern. I think it was amazing. Probably either natives or whoever here before the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it has anything to do with each. I do believe there probably was some type of hieroglyph, and I think that automatically gets assumed Egyptian. to be a, like Asian or yeah. Middle Eastern or Egyptian. And you know, what if they're just also naming these objects to attribute it to these religions that these, pa- yeah. or these civilizations that are in our history books that that's you know slaves built the pyramids. It was just a bunch of slaves hired by and you know and built the pyramid. I don't believe that's true at all. Um, you know, just a lot of our history I just don't believe is true. I think it's made up, speculated, and 
made up and made up and we're taught and force fed it in school like this is what's real this is what's true when it's probably and further inspection not at all because you get into that rockefeller education system and it's meant to have to walk on well yeah that's why not many people have (laughs) That's why you need like that uh, packing mule to even navigate any part of it. And yeah, like I think a lot of the Grand Canyon is protected and you can't really get into it. And you, well, for multiple reasons. One, you'd probably die. Yeah, Yeah, you're going to die. And there's, you're, there's, it's still like a desert down there. There's not like there's that much food available. I know somebody that did stuff in the Grand Canyon, professional work. Huh? And they had to camp in it for 14 days. Yeah. And half the crew members got stung by scorpions. Ooh. In yeah. the first, like, five, six days. Ooh. They had to give up the survey. Uh, Are you allowed to say what they were surveying for? It was fish. Okay, cool. And Colorado River fish survey? Yeah. Tuna Creek surveys? Yeah. Sweet. No, and they had to give it up, and they, they had a couple of them had to get life flighted out and stuff like that. I bet, yeah. There's literally, this canyon walls are absolutely covered in scorpions. Wow. They couldn't get out to cook. They couldn't get out to camp. Yeah. Oh, that is uh, that is scary. Um. Okay. Uh. Sorry, oh. my my mother my mother texts me, and you know that takes precedence over everything. Phantom Ranch. I'm just looking at stuff. I don't know what the hell to yeah. think about this. No, I don't. I you know I don't know either. But I'm kind of with you on this. I think it is a mixed bag. However, I think the only thing I can point to as a definite is. Uh, there was, there's stuff in our past. Our, I think our past goes back a long way. Um, you know, uh, I don't, and uh, gosh, our, I think our history is hidden. I think Graham Hancock is onto something that we're a civilization with amnesia because I think there's a lot of our history that we just don't know about. Don't remember we were, is lost, you know, when I, the, the fire of Alexandria, the, or the library right. of Alexandria that burnt down lost, supposedly, you know, that lost all of our history, it, you know, just things like that. Our history is not known. Here's my thing too. It's never really discussed in any of these fields. You know, it's aliens and ancient cultures, humans and stuff. What if it was a different species before us? Something like that. Yeah. And we just carve human faces on everything when we everything. found it. Like the Sphinx. The Sphinx literally had a human face carved out of it that, that was would, not meant for that body. This would suck. Now, look at that riffle. We're looking at rivers, a, the Colorado River, but that, that is, is a, a riffle. That is a riffle. That is a rapid. <laughs> that would suck. No, it's a riffle you can see from space. Yeah, it's got standing waves. Why is this all like this? Do you see this? Yeah, it's a, a glitch in the matrix. Or are they distorted. Bl- Ooh, this whole little spot's distorted. They're blurring it out. Yeah, they are. Look at it. Everything else before and after, it's fine. Fine, and then there's one area they're blurring out or photoshopping. It is. It's blurred. It's 100% Photoshop. Look at that. That's weird. That's weird. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I like. Yeah, I think it's mixed bag. I think it's cover-up. Smithsonian is, plays the role of, uh, you know, directing our history. Because if you control the past, you control the present. If you control the present... You control the future. So, and I think that's the big game when it comes to like this, the role of the Smithsonian, the role of the Rockefeller education system, uh, the role of a lot of things when it comes to our history. Oh no, it's all set in stone. All this history is peer reviewed science. And it's, it's, it's serious. You guys, it's seriously so real. 
you got to believe everything we say. And if you don't, uh, you'll be canceled probably, or you're a, or you're a kook. You're crazy. You're a crazy person. I tell you, you are a crazy person. No one should listen to anything you have to say because the ideas you're spouting out are harmful. These are harmful thoughts and they can cause real world harm. Words cause harm people. Whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, we've gotten far away from that as a society. We need to get back to that. We need bullies to start uh, shaking these nerds up a little bit to get them to, you know, strengthen them back up. That's the issue with today's society. We're not standing up for ourselves. We're not standing up for history, true history. We're not standing up for our past ancestors. It's time we take it back. It's time we uh, come together with collectively.